Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 203 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and I'm glad you're giving this episode a listen. This is actually the second of six episodes that I will be releasing this week prior to the grand final. Don't forget, if you are interested in getting your local footy club to get a shout-out in an upcoming episode, drop me an email at yankonthefooty at gmail.com or drop me a note over on my website, yankonthefooty.com, and let me know about your club. I'd love to show them some love in an upcoming episode. Now, folks, if you've not had the opportunity to take a listen back to episode 186, uh, just quickly, we're doing a little uh, fun activity for my mom uh, leading up to her 80th birthday, which is coming up in about seven weeks. And uh, she stated that she was hoping to receive birthday cards from as many different people in many different places where somebody would put a note or a postcard or something of that nature that uh, shows what makes them happy. So if you're interested in doing that, uh, there's a link to my, actually my home address in the show notes. If you want to send a card, that would be absolutely fantastic. If you've got friends that would like to send one, that would be terrific as well. It would be absolutely wonderful. Now, today's club of the episode is being sponsored by MickAussie.tv. And MickAussie.tv is run by Kim Harrison, as we call him here in the U.S. and North America, MickAussie. He spent uh, the last two decades running his sports comedy channel, talking about the NFL, the Canadian Football League, and, of course, he, his beloved AFL. He's a huge uh, Adelaide Crows supporter. He spends a lot of time on Sports Grid TV, also on Friday evenings, talking about the NFL, the AFL, and the CFL there as well. Now, the club of this episode are the Bullsbrook Saints Football Club. They are located in Bullsbrook, WA, on the northeast fringe of Perth, one of the suburbs out there. And the club, uh, as it is now, uh, came back into existence in 1993 after having been on a 20-year hiatus. And they play their home games at Pickett Park, which is directly across the Great Northern Highway from the RAAF Base Pierce. They're a member of the Hills Football Association, and this year they finished fourth, I believe, out of eight or nine teams on the ladder in their league, uh, ultimately dropping their uh, opening game in the finals, in the elimination uh, finals, to Mundaring 69-62 back on the 4th of September. I wish the Saints the best of luck heading into 2023. I have to tell you, I absolutely love the logo, the, the Saint riding on the kangaroo. I know that that's kind of one of those stereotypical things that, you know, us Yanks would, would say, but uh, if that thing's available and is a sticker, I would love to figure out how to get one of those because it's a really, really cool logo. So again, folks, remember, you can find everything related to my podcast over at my website, yankonthefooty.com. You can get on the mailing list. You can leave a review. I just had a great review left earlier today. Absolutely stoked about that. Truly appreciate the kind words. Uh, if you want to help out the podcast monetarily, you can do that through the Buy Me a Coffee page as well, or you can uh, head over to my Redbubble store and check out some of my merch that I have available there. Now let's jump into my discussion with uh, Tony Davis, the son of Melbourne Premiership player Frank Davis. Uh, love talking to Tony. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am thrilled to welcome back an absolute friend of the podcast. Uh, I guess a, 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 part, a family member of a friend of the podcast as well, I guess you could say. He was uh, my guest back in episode 84, previewing the Demons 
I think uh, last year. I don't think I asked him to do it. No, this I didn't. So yeah. I feel bad. I, that's no, all right. Maybe that's what happened. That's uh, what happened. He, he, he joined his father, Melbourne Premiership player Frank Davis, back in episode 97 as well. He's coming back as an unaffiliated fan uh, to look at this uh, to look at the, this weekend's grand final. I'm thrilled to have Tony Davis back. Tony, thanks for coming back on, sir. Craig, great to be back on. Uh, love listening every week. I'm a religious listener, and uh, I appreciate fun to be that. back on the podcast. So I appreciate um, that. Yeah, yeah no you're. Problem. I had. Uh, it's been interesting. I still have. I still every every episode. I still have one or two people who are listening in Ukraine, which I'm thinking <laughs> that's okay. I didn't know there was time enough to do that, but okay. And then I had, I had like a dozen downloads from Iran last interesting. month. Yeah, well, you're worldwide. You can, yes. you can see that in your been, advertisements. Yeah, well, yeah, it's been it's been like 50 different countries or so. So it's, that's, that's been that's cool. been crazy. Yeah. So before we get into talking about the grand final, we kind of have to go back and look at last year's grand final winner. Who um, some of mm-hmm. them have you know they've left the facility where the Brownlow Award was presented last night and have have headed on to vacation now. Right. Um. You know, you being a demon supporter, your dad being a premiership player there, you know, uh, what do you think, what happened this year? Yeah, no, I've, I've thought about it a lot. And, um, you know, I watched, as I was watching the season progress, um, there was a, a, I think a quote earlier in the year when they were 10 and 0 that, uh, you know, that they weren't even playing at their best yet and mm-hmm. wait until they do because no one's going to beat them. Right. And right. I just had a ton of trouble with that comment because, um, you know, you play the, you play the week you play and you play the team you play and, and, and your performance is there for everyone to see. There's, Makes yes, sense. there's this sort of expectation maybe that you're going to, you know, you can grow as the season goes on and, and improve, but they just looked, I mean, to me, they looked, um, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it was a matter of like, there was a lack of effort or lack mm-hmm. of, um, uh, or they dropped off at all. I think they actually were very similar to last year. Um, their defense was solid. They had a, you know, the last couple of weeks in the, in the finals, they, they trying to dropped off a little bit, uh, scoring, you know, giving up more scores than they normally do. But I thought they, you know, they weren't too far off of last year. I think other teams got better. I think Geelong just got better. Sydney got better. Collingwood got better, you know, Frio. I mean, Melbourne probably just, you know, they didn't improve and you and I were just chatting off air, you know, I didn't see an improvement out of Luke Jackson, you know, mm-hmm. cause he would pick, it was, up and down, you know, they're, you know, they, um, you lost McDonald, but you know, if Tom McDonald is your, um, you know, make it or break it guy, then, then you're probably not a premiership team, you know? So, um, they didn't really blood any new players, you know, Bowie was in, then he was out, you know, I mean, it was just very much of the same. And I think that was probably my criticism. Uh, only criticism late in the year was when the team was struggling a bit, they just didn't, try anything new mm-hmm. it was you know and i get the idea of being you know trusting your players and trusting your system and um and believing in it and obviously won you a flag and well, i will forever be happy for that you know i and, mean and there there evidently is some talent um outside of the 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 23 that are you know there for yeah. selection day because just yesterday the the casey demons won the vfl premiership yeah absolutely yeah so. no doubt and but i look at i mean we'll talk about geelong later but I, you know i look at you know the stengels and the 
and the homes and the, I mean, I, I, you know, you can rattle off the names more than I can, but, you know, Melbourne just didn't have anyone that sort of, you know, Oliver's Oliver, Petrarca's Petrarca, Gorn's Gorn, you know, they, they're just, you know what you're getting with those mm-hmm. guys and, and Leva and May and Petty and those, they just was, you know, the, the, the core is solid and they will be good for a while. Right, and right. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. And it's mm-hmm. ha- hard to repeat, right? Everyone's going after you and it's a new experience for everyone. And so, you know, um, I just think they were, they were a really good team this year. They just, other teams got better. And, okay. Um, That's fair. Now I'm excited for, you know, uh, Van Royen, the young kid. I, I kind of wish they had thrown him in. You know, he's a tall forward. I uh, played very well at KC and um, they thought about putting him in, in the, in the final against Brisbane. Um, they never did. They kept the, the team unchanged and uh, I would have loved to have seen him play earlier in the year and get some games under his belt. And I thought Bedford looked good at times and, you know, Chandler and a few of those, few of those guys. So, you know, um, I think Dan Turner will be good eventually. So I think the future looks, looks promising. It'll be interesting what happens with Jackson leaving. Right. Right. Um, you know, so I, you know, I think if the, in a nutshell, I just think, you know, other teams just got a bit, got, got better than they did. And, 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 uh, and um, you know, good for them. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the grand final. I think it's going to be a great, a great so, matchup. So with it looking as though Jack, it's a foregone conclusion that Luke Jackson's heading back to WA. Yep. Um, he's, he's, so he's one even, of, yeah. You know, he, and I don't know if it's been determined yet, which club I'm sure they're going to start playing one off the other to see what they can get back. Correct. But what are you, what are you hoping they get in return for him? Not unless, unless we mean specifics, but in general, what are you hoping they yeah. get back? Yeah. I think, um, you know, the, I think his value uh, being that he's 20 or 21 years of age and he's played Mm -hmm. 50 games already. They always talk about getting 50 games, 75 games into these players. And that's when they really start to figure out how to play the game. You know, Um, you know, he's there. uh, So the team that's getting him is getting a, you know, not a kid anymore. I mean, you know, he's young of age. Um, Right. Right. He's a, he's a fairly seasoned player. Um, you know, I think a couple first, uh, you know, a couple first round picks is probably the, you know, kind of the standard I'm hearing or reading, mm-hmm. um, whether that's in the top five and he was number three pick. So, uh, you know, you, you think they want to match that for sure. Uh, yeah. And then maybe a, a mid to later first round pick. Um, I don't think they need a player in return, but I think if it's Frio, I think Frio doesn't have that collateral to, um to to deal with melbourne so either the third team has to get involved or um or they gotta maybe do a future first round pick um, right right you know west coast i think has the number two pick uh yeah. but it's not, i don't know if that's available but i think that's where you got to go because um you know i look at melbourne's list while i think it's got a good deal of youth in it it's also got some some older experienced players that are going to need to be replaced in the next you know three, four years. So, um, and they've done a great job with their drafts, you know, Pickett and Bowie and Jackson and, you know, Spargo and uh, Hunt and Fritch. I mean, these are all recent draft picks. Right, right. Outside of Oliver and Petrarca who, and, and Brayshaw, you know, yeah. so um, I trust that, you know, if we get some high picks, we'll uh, replenish and try and find, uh, you know, fill some gaps. Um, so, you know, you were talking a little bit about off air before we, we started uh, recording, you know, that there are some rumblings out there that, that 
there may be a ready-made replacement for Luke Jackson out there. And it's a very, it's a very interesting proposition if, if he's completely healthy. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I guess, and we're talking about Brody Grundy and, and the, you know, the, the, the rumors online are that, you know, that Port Adelaide is going to be making a push for him, but is he somebody that wants to stay in Melbourne? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's, I think once you're, you know, once you're in Melbourne and that's where you want to be, I mean, there are certainly opportunities for you to stay there if you choose to do so. Right. Yeah. It does feel like uh, that is um, a strong likelihood uh, that Collingwood, you know, I think it's interesting. There was, I I did see some commentary about um, the fact that, you know, Collingwood could have used Grundy on the weekend against, Mm -hmm. uh, against Sydney that, you know, with Mason Cox and, um, and um, get, is it Dusty Cameron, the, the other yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rockman, that they uh, they were been pushed around a little bit and um, and that a, Gr- a Grundy would be ideal. I think Collingwood's just got uh, cap issues and they if they want to keep the goey, wait, then- I, Wait, um, I've, I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, um, they, I think it sounds from what, you know, the trade radio commentary and some of that, that, that it, Melbourne's met with Grundy and, you know, they were getting ready for the fact that Jackson was probably leaving. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think we chatted a little bit about, is that a good fit for, for, for Grundy to go to Melbourne when you've got Max gone? Um, you know, I think that is a reasonable question to have to ask. And mm-hmm. um, I think it'd be interesting to see how they use him. Um, you know, whether he's, I don't like the idea that one of them plays a, as a sort of a, a permanent or a forward resting forward role. I don't think either of them are really skilled in that regard, especially when you compare them to the elite teams out there. So, you know, we talked about, you know, I, I think I heard Josh Jenkins talk about having Grundy play a back half rock and go and play a forward half rock. And, you know, I mean, it's pretty imposing when you think about those two. Yeah. Again, I mean, it's... with being healthy, you're, that's right, a great, right. great point. Yeah. Um, so that, that I think, you know, and they're both older too. I mean, I think Grundy's probably just turned 30. I think so, yeah. Uh, Gorn's, I think, 34-ish, 33, 34. So, yeah, I, I think he would slot in beautifully. Um, I think, you know, when you got a talent like that, you figure out ways to make him mm-hmm. part of your team, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think they still need a tall forward, um, you know, someone that's could maybe take some pressure off Ben Brown who – tried to play that sort of center half forward and, yeah. and, and it's just not his and he's not a he's not he's more of a i'm going to take the mark and, and kick the goal kind of a he's not somebody leading out of the goal square yes. kind of a thing you yeah. know and um they they just didn't have that second tall that they tried a few different people and it didn't work so right right um, whether van royan or someone like that coming out of casey is the answer we'll see um okay so yeah but so, I, i'm excited they'll be the melbourne will be good for a while so oh, I, I, I think i absolutely yeah. right yeah i mean they may be they may find their way right back into the yep. into the grand final next year you know, with, yep. you know you had you know gone coming back from his foot and petraca with the leg injury and you wonder how much of an impact did those how bad were those and we'll never know how bad they really were yeah no you doubt know, and uh, you know, and and the and there it did seem like because Melbourne had I think in in six or seven of their losses they led by more than twenty five points mm-hmm. during the game at some point, and last year they might have just put teams away and you know they just couldn't hold these leads right and right I think that's 
you know, that's, that was the biggest issue they had. They just, they just, whether that was a physical thing, you know, they lost their performance coach, you know, um, you know, Darren Burgess went back to Adelaide. Uh, so, you know, they're, whether that was a factor, um, I think they looked fit enough, but mm -hmm. the performance didn't show it. So, yeah, okay. but well, uh, yeah, I'm excited for, you know, the next year and, and next few years, actually. And I was telling someone the other day, like after 57 years um, winning it last year, it's just, I, I can watch that game on re repeat for yeah. the next 20 years and be happy yeah, there you so. go there you go I'm, I'm hoping to experience something like that here soon myself uh, yes now speaking of 57 years ago um what's this year you know the the year of the, of the them being the defending premieres what what has that been like for your dad you know having been part of the previous premiership side what's that yeah. what's it been like for him yeah i think um you know we we I think we've forgotten a little bit, not, I mean, no one's forgotten COVID, but I think if you recall, obviously that the game mm -hmm. was in Perth last year, it was later in the year. So it was in October, um, but, and Melbourne was in lock, you're still in lockdown. So by the time, um, you know, the, some of the festivities occurred in Melbourne, it was sort of in December, they did that re replay of the grand final at right. the MCG, if you right. remember. And, um, and uh, a, a short story, I think I can, tell this quickly and i don't think it's um a bunch of the melbourne old time melbourne players uh, had gone to a birthday party of a, of a of a former teammate the week before that celebration uh, including ron barassi and uh they all got COVID. <laughs> and oh, man. so ron couldn't go to that replay uh event um and neither could my dad and a few others that wow. were planning on going to it so but fast forward into they but the team was great they um they personally brought the the premiership cup to my parents' house. Mm -hmm. And uh, so dad got a photo with it and, um, and that was pretty cool. And, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hoping, let me just pause here and I need to make sure that I say this so everybody can hear it. I hope Narelle was not in the photograph. You Hawthorne <laughs> she, supporter, you. Uh, <laughs> she, she took the photo. There she you was go. Not in the photo. There you go. That's okay uh, then. <laughs> that's right um yeah very good point and uh, she will be laughing her head off listening to this um yeah no we don't need any you know hawthorne supporters pretending to be melbourne supporters uh, uh jumping on the bandwagon um but uh yeah no that was good that uh it was a nice moment and um and then he was uh back at uh um they had a unfilling of the flag uh they had several of the uh um of the former captains on the field. Dad was not one of them, but they were, they had a gathering of everyone mm -hmm. at the club, uh, at the MCG. I think it was before the first game of the year against the Bulldogs. Okay. And, um, yeah. So, you know, club got very engaged on that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think it's been, you know, he did a lot of radio about this time last right, year. Right. Right. Um, oh yeah. Uh, which was fun. Thanks to you. Uh, well, and, and I, and I still, I still ended up, that's, that's the one reason why I, I didn't mind seeing Collingwood knock off Carlton is again, because they couldn't wait until after the grand final to, to hire Michael Voss. So I ended up getting bumped from when I was oh, supposed to right. be on. You were going to do an SCN interview or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was mm. going to be on uh, the uh, sporting capital. Oh and yeah. I got, I got up at four o'clock in the morning to be on and I get, I get an, e I check my email. Oh, the, the, the blues hired Michael Voss. We're going to be talking about that all day. Like, oh, oh, nice. yeah. Oh, well. yeah another reason to not like <laughs> Carlton uh, 
you'll get on i'm sure at some point the way your podcast is going i'm guaranteeing that you'll they'll get you on at some point um especially if your cats win we should maybe make that happen um that so yeah anyway but no the year's been great i've you know dad's i think they've been to a few games now and cool. um and yeah it's just um it's sort of it's just a nice little back bookend of the to the to the career and and um you know, he's, uh, it's been fun for the family, even, even those that follow Hawthorne, uh, but, <laughs> but I've enjoyed it. I've, I've, um, taken my Melbourne, uh, baseball or cap, uh, to various locations around the U S. Uh, mm-hmm. I was at, um, Mount Rushmore. I, I was at Lambeau field. Um, so I've been, I've been sort of enjoying the, um, you know, you know the, the, um, being able to no brag writing. a little bit, yeah. Has, yeah. has it has it been recognized by anybody? Well, I put it online a little bit, so people responded that way. Okay, yeah. okay, um, absolutely, yeah. So okay, because yeah. I and my close I, friends who you know had have traveled to Australia with yeah. me before, um, you know, pay pay attention to that sort of thing. So okay, yeah, yeah. good deal, yeah, good deal. I didn't know great. if that, I didn't know if you know if you ran across somebody at Mount Rushmore. Go, you're a D supporter. Wow, great. No, unfortunately, no, no. Usually that doesn't happen too much, but. Uh, um no and you know obviously like we were chatting a little bit before i think both you and i want to get back or for me get back to australia yeah and for you to take that long waiting trip that you've been planning. yes yes it's uh hopefully <laughs> it's going to happen sometime soon i'm uh still working on getting myself you know healthy enough i'm down like 108 yeah, you look, pounds you look so good. i can see you I, on the video i'll yeah. I'll, it, I'll go with i'll go with better because yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like the word good because good will make me complacent. If I look good now, then I'm thinking, you know what? I can go have some pizza, even though I, you know, I can, I can go have that chocolate bar or whatever the case may be. So right. I'll, go, I'll go with better because I, I let's be honest, with, with this lump of clay to work with, I'm never going to look good. I might look <laughs> better someday, but it's never uh, going to be good. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> Well, and you also want to probably wait till they finish the stadium down there so you can get down to Geelong and, and actually and get a seat. Yeah, and see the new, yeah, we'll see some games. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hope I'm hoping someday that it's going to happen. I really do. I, yeah. But, you know, my wife is, you know, she said, you're an old man. I said, well, I said, you know, if something happens to me there, that's where I wanted to be. Yeah. Just, no. you, know, you know, go ahead and uh, I'll put it, I'll put it in my will. Go ahead and uh, just, you know, wherever, if I'm there, go ahead and, uh, you know, cremate me and have somebody <laughs> sneak, sneak me out onto the ground there or something like that or you know go dump it in the harbor i don't know because yeah. i will i won't need to worry about myself at that point in time exactly. so we're getting a little morbid here we need to talk about no, the let's move on. Yeah. so let's uh cats and swans uh i mean this overall even though the the, the d's went out in straight sets this this was a pretty good final series there were a couple clunkers but there were a lot of very competitive games yeah, um, absolutely. And especially even, you know, the Swans pies game that, uh, you know, this past weekend, you know, the, the cats lions complete clunker didn't mind. Yeah, it's about the only one that wasn't too close. Even, I mean, Melbourne Sydney was 20 odd points, but Melbourne really led that game you know, for a while. And, and really what they, they sort of lost it in the last little bit. So I think, yeah, yeah all of them were, have been fun to watch and yeah, they have um, been super competitive. Yeah. So Looking at it as a D supporter, you know, your, your club played both of these sides. Um, what do you think the, the keys are for each of the teams to, to win? You know, what, what do the Swans need to do? What do the Cats need to do to win? Yeah, I think for Sydney, um, they, their advantage, and there aren't many, I would say, if you look head to head, 
to against Geelong is is sort of the young running players. Um, it's you know it's Golden and Robottom and you know Mills and Warner and um, you know uh, Heaney that um, Papley you know so the mids to forwards that I think could give Geelong some trouble uh, mm-hmm. just based on the experience of Geelong. I won't necessarily say they're all old because I mean, like, you know, I, I think I've been very complimentary towards Geelong because they've really blooded some really, really, really good young players. And uh, so, but I think, I think Sydney has an edge on them with speed. Uh, so um, yeah, I expect the game to be high pressure. I mean, they all yeah. are right. I mean, other than, I think the uh, Brisbane Richmond game wasn't terribly high pressure, but um, they can all bring it. I mean, you don't get moments to breathe. It's right, amazing right. how, how, you know, uh, how quick you've got to react. And I just think that speed will be to Sydney's advantage. Um, you know, and I think if, if Franklin can do what he did against Collingwood, um, I thought, I mean, if you a game against Melbourne, Stephen may just, just, just torched him. And mm-hmm. um and other than Buddy getting a couple of cheapo free kicks that really swung the game against Melbourne, I, otherwise I think they might have beat Sydney. Um, uh, May had him beat, but Collingwood had no one to match up against Franklin. Um, I think Geelong has some options. So, but if Buddy can just compete and get the ball down, you know, around around those you know Papleys and mm-hmm. and Heenies of the world, then um, I think Sydney can score. Um, I just, yeah. So I think for Sydney, that's that's their that's what they got to play on right, is right. their competitiveness, their pressure, and their speed, um, and and then and utilize you know one of if not the best forward that's ever played the game, one of the top you know three or four. Right, right. Uh, and 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 maybe this could be Buddy's last hurrah, you know, and go out uh, go out on top. Um, Yay! So the Cats would get to be the backdrop for Buddy twice this year. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yes. Yeah. Good point. I hadn't thought about that, but yes, of course you would know that. Uh, and uh, so yeah, anyways, yeah. So I think that's for Sydney for Geelong. I just think they're, they're just awesome experience. You know, I think of Selwood and Isaac Smith and, and Patty Dangerfield and Mitch Duncan and those guys and Hawkins. I just, you just rattle. You just, it's a who's who of, the last 10 or 15 years of elite players in the league and uh and jeremy cameron's just i think the best player in in footy and i think most people think that um you know, he's, just because he's, what he what he does the running he does the yeah, impact he, he can make anywhere he takes, on his, the field, he really. takes his defender all over the place it's yeah. uh it's amazing yeah. to see that it's just crazy and then uh, you know you've got you know the coning and stewart and blixars and and you know i I mean, I just don't know where the weakness is. Maybe in you know in the ruck, but um, you know, they, I think they work through that with how experienced their midfield plays. I mean, they can play off the other ruckman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they did it against Melbourne. Uh, that you know, they only played each other once this year. And it wasn't really close. It was the only game Melbourne really was never in. Yeah, uh, they they took an early lead, but then then it was you know they were they were done at that you know for the most part. So. Um, yeah, yeah I think July, I think July, and I just think they're just due, right? They're due to win this thing. It's well, I, you know, you're, you're, you're saying that from a, a, you're saying that to a Cleveland sports fan. 
So as far as dew, you know, the, know. as you're yeah. taking a drink of Mountain Dew, uh, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, yeah, the Cavaliers won, what was it, 2016? Yeah. But the last time, you know, a Cleveland team had won anything was 1964 interestingly enough so there you go yeah it's uh well then then i think in your case the the moons have aligned the stars have aligned whatever you want to call it um you know and i mean i know you've only been a geelong supporter you know you've been i mean you're new to the game yeah yeah but i mean um i mean for a team that's been that competitive for that long um when was their last flag 2011 2011 yeah it was uh against against collingwood yeah yeah uh i just feels like they took they they had a great platform last year uh the game against melbourne the the uh, prelim final i think you know they just i I know they had a bunch of illness i mean melbourne was just running a running running all over them in the end but yeah you could tell that they were getting they had and Cameron, I think, had, had some hammy issues and stuff. So, yeah. you know, I think you could just see that they were building, uh, you know, something for this year. And, uh, you know, I'd be, you know, I'm not a big Geelong supporter, but you know, I yeah, that, that, yeah. I shouldn't. I certainly think it's very um, appropriate that you know Dangerfield should win a flag. I think Selwood, you know, just. He just, I think he's going to set the record for the most finals this week. Um, now, do you I mean, think he, do you incredible, think, incredible. do you think uh, that players like, uh, you know, Isaac Smith and Selwood may step away from the game if they win this year? You know, I mean, there's, there's some logic to that. I, I, I haven't, I haven't watched enough of Isaac Smith's game. Like I see him coming in and out of games, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's dropped off a little bit. Obviously he's, getting up he's, there in age he's still, he's still he runs like a deer he I mean he he's, just yeah he just he's his aerobic skills are are off the charts yeah. i think even at this advanced age right and and, and, and i say I, advanced you know, age watched yeah. a lot of him at hawthorne and you yeah. know um he's you know just a player that melbourne almost had him i mean he had to pick between geelong and melbourne and he he went with geelong and um and oh. so i would have loved to have him on Rumor oh, rumor has it the fishing's better there. I don't know if that's the case oh, or not. I don't. The Yarra River doesn't quite have it compared to <laughs> down in Geelong. I don't know. I, I, I guess that's you know that's. I see all those pictures of Patty Dangerfield out fishing. So you know he went yeah. from Adelaide and you know Adelaide to to Geelong. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah must no, be some appeal. It's a nice area. Appeal to that. Yeah. So. No, I I I yeah maybe they would give it up. I mean you know so would they've been using him wisely and. He's obviously still contributing. The work mm-hmm. he did on Lucky Neal this last weekend was, you know, they just pested him, you know, and yeah, he just couldn't get comfortable in the game at all. And um, yeah, would would it be a good way to go out for sure? Um, and again, you know, the, you know I, I should, let me say here real quickly, I am not advocating for that. I'm simply, I was simply right. asking the question. I'm not, I'm not sitting here going TikTok, TikTok. It's time to start moving him out of. That's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah. Well, it does seem like they have a fountain of youth down there somewhere because, I mean, Hawkins, I mean, he doesn't, he looks fit and firing and, um, and I, I mean, they've just been able to kind of stay healthy, prolong their careers. Yeah. I think they've managed their, you know, their team well this year. I mean, they gave Dangerfield a few weeks off mid season and mm-hmm. seems like that's what he needed. And, uh, 
you know, so I think, you know, there's very few weaknesses. I mean, they've been talking about getting Brody Grundy down there too. You know, I think that's probably the only, the only thing they need is, is a rock. Well, and, yeah. and that would be, that would be interesting. You know, I, I'm, you know, I, I know that, you know, Reese Stanley is not the biggest name Ruckman and I know he's always ranked at the bottom, but he always seems to get, you know, a goal here or there yep. when, when they need it, you know, he moves around the ground pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've ever actually seen Brody Grundy kick a goal before, quite frankly. Yeah, I don't think he's a big goal kicker. Yeah, I don't I think there have been many. Um, no, no. So, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, when you got Cameron right. and Hawkins and right. Stengel that, yeah. and, you know, you don't, you don't need no, it. Oh, true, and, uh, true. Yeah, and Dangerfield obviously usually pops in with a couple and um, and Gary Rowan and those guys. So, uh, yeah, I, it's, like I said, I think John's going to go in the favorite. There's very good reason they've won 15 in a row, you know, other than the Collingwood game a couple of weeks ago, I, I don't know that they've been really challenged too much. The Port Adelaide game uh, was one of the, my favorite games I watched all year, which was kind of around 17, 18 thereabouts, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, because um, Geelong just, Port just stormed over them in the third quarter and you thought, right, oh, right. and, but they found a way, you know, yep. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think wow. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it'll be a fun game to watch. I, I, I can't, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, um, mm -hmm. but I probably think Geelong will win comfortably in the end. Okay. Okay. You know, All right. you I, know, Sydney worried me a little bit the other day, you know, just the way they finished the game, I, you know, um, against Collingwood, uh, I guess I didn't really, I guess, I guess I didn't really realize the, you know, I knew the streak had gotten long, but I didn't realize that they hadn't lost since the middle of May. That just yeah. did. Wow. I mean, because they were, you know, they, they started out, you know, let's see, three and two, four and two, four and three, five and three. They were five and four when the, when the streak started. I mean, that is, yeah. that's, that's, uh, wow. That's, uh, I think they had a few injuries early in the year. I think yeah. Cameron missed a few games. Uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I, this reminds me of Melbourne a little bit last year. You know, I mean, Melbourne just went, got on this roll and they, I think they won, you know, the last seven or eight games and yeah. went through the playoffs and other finals and, and, um, and really had no troubles. So, uh, you know, I, it's like anything. It's like you and I, when we, you know, we get to the Super Bowl every year, you just hope you're not getting to see a blowout. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, I think the longer Sydney stays in it, obviously they'll, they'll believe. And I think their pressure is enormous. And I think, uh, you know, I, it's just going to be full on right from the beginning. And, okay. um, and obviously if there's no big injuries, that's always a factor too. Yes. You don't, um, you don't, you don't want to have any of those on, on either side. You want everybody able to, you know, go enjoy their, their summertime after it's done. And uh, yeah and then come back again next year. So if, if you had to put a nickel down on the Norm Smith winner, who do you think that's going to be? So uh, I would, I think based on last week's game, you'd have to pick Dangerfield. Um, you know, I'm a big Mitch Duncan fan. I, uh, and I love uh, uh, Zach Guthrie too. Um so it would be fun to see one of those two. And I noticed it. you said Zach and not Cam Guthrie. I mean Cam. I said well, my oh well, I, I'm I'm becoming you Cam know Guthrie. Zach Guthrie is just you know I have he's been you know because in my classroom I have a uh, I have a, like a a team poster 
like the team photo from 2017, which was really when I first started, when I decided, yes, I'm going to be a cat supporter. And I found that online. So that's what, that's, you know, six years ago. I mean, I started following it in the year before, but you know, Cam Gut or Zach Guthrie looks like he's about 12 in that picture. <laughs> right. yeah. And you know, he has, I posted something online I, this week after, you know, the way he played the last couple of games, I said, I think he's now at the point where Chris Scott is writing his name down on the, uh, on the list in ink now, rather than in pencil. Yeah, no, he's, he's kind of he's kind solid. of putting himself in there. It's 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 been it's been fun to watch him grow into that role because he was yeah. he was that guy that could never get more than a game or two a year for the first right. three or yeah. four years, and now he's starting to make a name for himself. And yeah, yeah. Well, I, the I, fact that I I sort of mixed him up with his yeah. brother, you know, I mean, they're obviously very different players, but uh, um, no, he's he's become a, a like you say a sort of a, an inked in player and. I, I saw a nice story about them. Not well, not nice in the sense that their mother is suffering from cancer, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, I think those, those, those things personalize those players a little bit for you. And uh, um, even the teams that, you know, you tend to, you know, sort of cheer against a little bit just because they're so good and uh, they threaten your own squad's uh, success. But uh, no, I, I, um, I would add a wholly different attitude. This is Collingwood, but uh, you know, yes, I, I, um, I, I get it. I'm, I, I guess I'm kind of making that little, and I don't really mean it, but I guess, you know, that, that the whole Carlton thing still just is a burr is a burr under my saddle after last year. Cause that was like, that would have been, that would have been so great if that would have. Exactly. Yeah. But, no, you know, that's, that's what how this is. thing's start, right? It's usually yeah. some little, you know, maybe unintentional uh, sort of yeah. slight, but uh you know, and of course, I've named you asked me for the Norm Smith. I, I named you know two or three Geelong players. I didn't, I'm assuming with that's a Geelong victory. Uh, you know, I suppose, uh, um, you know, for Sydney to win, it would be a, a Chad Warner or a, you know, Isaac Heaney kind of a or mm -hmm. Papley, even. I mean, you know, uh, he's from the area I grew up in, uh, down in, in, in the Gippsland area, okay, uh, and uh, um, so there's a little bit of that, uh, where you know he he's he's the he's the player you love to have on your team you would just oh yeah absolutely and, yes and you hate hate him as a opposition player yeah you so. hate playing against you hate playing against that that guy that is just gonna be and i mean this in a positive way an absolute pest yeah i mean that i mean that positively that's not that's not meant to be detrimental at all yeah it's, it's just you know, I'm, I'm well, and he's just so me. skilled i mean yeah. you know and um you know uh yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, some of the goals he can kick from distance, and not just the ones around the, you know, crumbing off, off, you know, off the packs and stuff. It's just, uh, and he's just an energy player yes. and gets and they, you fired up. So they've got a, Sydney has a lot of them. They just are, they're just like the little energizer bunnies. They just go, go, and go. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, it's, well, and, you know, and, and you know, I have a little affinity for Sydney only because of you know when they were originally South Melbourne. Uh, you know, they you know my the, the team i played with when i started playing footy wore the you know the white jersey with the the red v and mm -hmm. we we sang the the same song that sydney sings that you know um you know uh and so, so i've always had this sort of a little affinity for for them and i you know a couple of my neighbor friends uh neighbors in 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 mulgrave and played for for sydney and uh so it was i've always enjoyed them and uh they had a big drought too and they they they, you know, they, they overcame that. And so, you know, um, I, I would be, you know, like I say, I, I'm, 
looking for a good game and uh yeah i don't really i won't I know that i'll be cheering for one team versus the other yeah. but um, i do think your jong will win yeah okay all right well tony this has been a lot of fun man it's uh i i love getting your insight i love catching up with uh what's happening with you and with your your family you know uh and you know, glad to know that Narelle was not in the photograph because that would have just been. <laughs> now I have to ask: Did you get in the photograph with the Hawthorne Cups? Uh, no, no, um, <laughs> I did not. Okay. Yeah, you know, when I, I mean, I was around them because yeah. I, you know, when I, I played for the Hawthorne under nineteen. Yeah. For, well, that, okay. You know what? So you would be allowed to because you did play with them then. So for okay, a couple we'll, minutes, yeah. We'll, we'll um, cut you some slack there. There you go. Uh. So that, that, that gives me a little connection, but uh, no, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I admired them from a distance, but um, you know, I, uh, I'm very proud. I can't wait to touch the 2022, uh, 2021 uh, Premiership Cup when I get down to the, the G sometime. And um, hopefully uh, we'll have the 2023 one to add to the, uh, to the mix. Well, there you go. Um, and uh, yeah, I think no, no offense to uh, Cat Oxley, uh, she did the preview for Melbourne this year, but mm -hmm. we might have to go back, Cat, uh, to uh, having me do it because I did do it the year we won the <laughs> well, flag. And, and I think I had I think Chris Peppers did from uh, Lace Out Podcast did the other one. So I actually had two Melbourne supporters on this. There you year. go. Yeah, I think we're gonna year. just. I think as Melbourne supporters, we can all agree that we'll we'll just go back. Uh, <laughs> or to maybe what we, worked. <laughs> or, or maybe maybe we set up a roundtable discussion. With that would be a people. blast. I, I would. I would. I would love to do that. It's just you know it's. Uh, I, I think I got so occupied trying to find a Richmond supporter because I and remember I didn't do a Richmond preview this year because I could not find one that would yeah. I couldn't get anybody to come on. No, and I, I still think they're pissed about me, you know, giving them a hard time about yeah. having to when they have to play at Marvel. Uh, this word out in the club that not to do any interviews. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yes, I'm that <laughs> renowned now. It's yes, yeah, yeah. Damien <laughs> Havik um, is not a well, fan. You know, I guess you know since they have you know the uh, since they have to get across that you know. 25 kilometers of desert and that and that that you know three kilometer wide croc infested river maybe 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 just maybe they could use an arc and travel by arc oh too soon across the river oh, oh. <laughs> that is a good line <laughs> that should be on a t-shirt or something yeah that just popped into my head also that just that just popped that into my good. head there that was uh I'm thinking, you know, I know that they were complaining about the arc system. So let's see. Wow. Yes. Oh, they were on a river. Yeah, let's take an arc from the MCG to yes. Marvel yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, man. There's a river they can use. So. No, no, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. So have a great evening. Thanks. Good okay. to talk to you, Craig. I'm, I'm, Good luck to your cats. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Right. Cheers. Bye-bye. All right. Tony, thanks a lot, man. I truly appreciate you fitting time uh, into your schedule on Sunday. Uh, I was I was packed full of interviews. I did three that evening, and I I'm so glad you were able to make time. And uh, well, I also have to say I'm so glad your Steelers lost this weekend as well. So it wasn't just my Browns. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you head over to my website yankonthefooty.com, you'll find everything about the podcast that you need there. I do hope you'll get on the mailing list. That way, when new episodes come out, I can get them to you as soon as they're available. It's a it's a great way to get the new episodes delivered as soon as they come out. It's I, you know, I would love to be able to get you on the list for that purpose and folks do me a favor look out for one another check in on your friends tell them you love them be decent to people you know i'm 
just recording this introduction uh, after having read uh, some of the excerpts of the things that have allegedly gone on with the Hawthorne Football Club, and, I, and I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words. I'm not going to delve into that right now. I'm sure that's something that uh, Mick and I will talk about on Thursday, but it is, uh, it's very troublesome, and uh, it, it, it did not sit terribly well with me either. Uh, but like I said, check up on one another, make sure you're okay. And ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate the kind words. And as always, may your dribble kick never hit that post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 203 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com or Yank on the Footy podcast over on Facebook or Meta. And uh, also I'm on LinkedIn and on Instagram. Just look for uh, A Yank on the Footy as well. Love to be able to interact with you there. And again, if you've got a club you want to have a get a shout out, let me know. That'd be absolutely terrific. And ladies and gentlemen, until next time, this is Craig Wessels. Goodbye. <laughs>